1991, Caballero Pools and Spas has been dedicated to creating an outdoor living space that will provide endless hours of fun and entertainment for your entire family. They specialize in offering excellent service and delivering top quality craftsmanship at a reasonable price. They will transform your yard into something unique and distinctive, a customized masterpiece that reflects your individual preferences. Their experience will ensure that your new backyard is something you will be proud of for years to come. Whether it's a minor project or a large master plan, Caballero Pools and Spas will help you get there. Check them out at cabpools.com or reach them at mark at cabpools.com or call 714-309-2890. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Neon Wave. Neon Wave is an internationally local shop, a concierge to the modern nomad. They bring together carefully chosen surf, fashion, art, and snowboarding gear with a curatorial eye that's drawn to the best of the best, technicality, creativity, and sustainability. Their team is born from nature, raised by the wave, and nurtured by the culture they support. This is Neon Wave. We look forward to moving forward. Check them out at thisisneonwave.com. Earth Pack, customized eco-friendly retail and e-com packaging since 1989. In a time of increasing environmental awareness, Earth Pack is an advanced supplier of affordable recycled packaging for businesses of all sizes. EarthPack provides custom products and services and continues promoting sustainability while fulfilling the individual packaging needs of eco-friendly retailers nationwide. Check them out at earthpack.com. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. That was so elegant, my man. Hey. Because we got an elegant little lady here. I said, young woman. Our guest this week's on her way to be a superstar in her sport. On her way. She's already there, bro. Yes. She's already pushing the limits and redefining women's surfing with her courageous barrel riding and incredible aerial game. At 15 years old, she already set a high bar as I set on the Olympics and World Tour, fresh off a second place at the ISA. World Championships. She has proven she has what it takes. We're big fans and we're pumped to sit down with Aaron Brooks. Woo! And her dad, Jeff, even though he doesn't want to be here, but you know. <laughs> yeah. He's camera shy. He's in, yeah, he's in this side. But hey, Jeff, thank you for your service, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Marine. Yeah. In the bloods over there. Separify. Yeah. Um, wow. You've done a lot in a, at a, in a short amount of time on this earth. <laughs> um, you've been to places that a lot of surfers triple your age has only dreamed about. And surfed bigger barrels than this guy. <laughs> Why do you always got to bring that up? You bro? know, I'm just stating the obvious. This guy. Yeah. Um, you can give him some barrel riding skills. <laughs> one thing is that we have in common, right? Late Night with Chalky and Aaron Brooks is we're both sponsored by Neon, Neon Wave. Wave. Um, it's funny, uh, Neon Wave has been our sponsor pretty much since day one. Yes, a long time. So maybe like three or four years. And um, yeah, they've been a big supporter of the show. I'm stoked that you guys are affiliated with them. Um, they're actually going to start uh, giving away Late Night with Chalky hats with uh, every $50 purchase on thisisneonwave.com. You'll have to use the promo code late night L8NIGHT to get the hat. 
The quantities are limited, so it's while supplies last. Yeah. So, thank Good you. Exposure. Thank, thank you, you uh, Neon Wave. Um, yes. But let's start at the beginning, Miss Brooks. Okay. Where did um, it all begin? Well, I grew up in Texas, and I lived there until I was nine years old. And then both of my parents retired, and we moved to Maui, and that's where I first started surfing. Wait, how did you retire? Jeff, <laughs> did you win the lottery or something? <laughs> I actually just had a, had a crazy Californian come out and buy my construction business. So we sold out, and we've been acquiring rental properties over the years and just held on to those and moved to Hawaii. I love you, bro. Dude, American dream right, right there. there. 100%. We don't have any money in the bank, but we get mailbox money every month from rentals. That's it. Passive income. <laughs> wow. Want to talk about business. We've but done. we're going to have to have you on the show and listen to that entrepreneurial spirit right it, there. Yes. But sorry, Aaron. Back to so, so born in Texas, moved to Hawaii at night. You never surfed prior to going to Hawaii? Nope. Did you skateboard or? I didn't do any board sports. I was a gymnast. Nice. That's another thing we have in common. Yeah. I was an all-around gymnast in for just two years, but I was the CIF champion. California Inter... What is it? Interscholastic something? Federation. Yeah. Federation. But I was CIF gymnastic champion. Wow. Yeah. Parallel bars. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he's, he could... I was kind of a big deal. Hand, handspring and flips. <laughs> he's pretty good. Uh, my, my forte was the parallel bars, and I did all-around... But my best event was parallel bars and the vault. Yeah. The vault so, is so scary. It's scary. I ate crap many a times. <laughs> and the one of the worst wipeouts I ever had in gymnastics, you know, the high bar. So I'm doing giants, right? And I had a blister that was huge, right? But you have the straps and whatever. Yeah. But I'm doing these big giants about to do like a a release you know and freaking i'm going going and trying to get speed going and all of a sudden my hands let go at the top of the high bar so at the apex of the speed it shot me almost 20 feet in the air and i'm upside down looking you know past the pads and everything and luckily i landed on some mats this is why he doesn't surf big waves traumatized pretty much bro (laughs) <laughs> yeah, gymnastics is so dangerous. Not too long ago, I was working on something with an airbag, but the airbag wasn't too big, so you could almost fly out of it, which I did, and I landed on my head on the hard ground, which Ooh. is not fun. So wait, how long ago did you quit gymnastics? So you're still doing it, or just for fun? Oh, cool. I bet that contributes a lot to like the surfing, you know. Yeah. Balance, right, balance and, and center, center of gravity. gravity. Yeah. yeah. And landing. I work a lot on the trampoline. Fun. Fun. Did you do like floor and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Got to get the dance finesse in there, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Choreograph with some music. But gymnastics is, it's a trip because it's an individual sport too. And practice makes perfect. Like yeah. that's kind of relates to surfing and, but different but, I mean, you're you're on a moving, you know, apparatus on a wave, so it's totally different, but almost similar because the training aspect of it, I think, is similar, right? Yeah. So nine years old, your dad wins the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> you moved to Hawaii, Maui, you said. Yeah. Okay. And, and then 
Were you? Did you already know what surfing was? Mm-mm. Um, no one in my family surfed. Actually, a little girl invited me to a surf lesson, and yeah, no one had any idea what surfing was really. And from the first wave, I fell in love. Yeah, we uh, you, yeah we, we, we share that in common too. <laughs> Yeah, we, we say surfing is one hell of a drug because yeah. it's, you know, once you glide on a wave or whitewater or whatever, it's, we're so hooked. How long was it until you, you did that lesson that you moved? From? Um, I think it was maybe two months on Maui. Oh, wow. And then I went to a training camp with Kahea Hart and I saw how much better the waves were on the North Shore of Oahu, and I told my dad that we had to move. <laughs> From Maui to the North Shore, to Oahu. Yeah. So wait, so you lived on Maui for two months before you started surfing, mm-hmm. and then you got into surfing right then and there, uh-huh. and you went to Kahe Hearts on the North Shore, yep. and you made your parents move to Oahu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was that easy. Well, all you had to say was, Dad, Maui sucks. Waves suck here. We're well, going to... They don't suck, but they're... Yeah, you know, yeah it's, it's, it's consistent. Yeah. But they have some of the best waves, like Honolulu Bay is... One of the best waves in the world. Oh, yeah. Was it... I mean, for the for those that don't know growing up in Hawaii, does like every kid surf there? Or is there like kids that do other sports? You know, you would think... Yeah, pretty much everyone surfs or bodyboards. They're just... At the beach all the yeah. time. Did you trip though? Like, because two months being on Maui and and not surfing yet and not ever seeing surfing really in Texas, right? Yeah. And then getting there and you're like, you know, because you're nine, you're in gymnastics. Did you try to do gymnastics out there or? Mm-mm, I was kind of finished with that. Yeah. I wanted to try something new. Yeah. No and boogie then, boarding, nothing? Just straight to the board? No, straight to the surfboard. Like so that. Um, that lesson, were you on a soft top or what were you guys? I was on like a thick fish. Thick was, fish. Yeah. But was, a fiberglass, like a hardboard. Yeah. Okay. It was the instructor's fish. Mm. And yeah. small and, group or just uh, like a day lesson or? Um, there was a couple kids there, and when I first started, I would go with those kids, and it was so much fun. Even though they were a little better than me, but that's what pushed me to get better fast. Because yeah. I wanted to move to the outside with them. And that's, that's a trip. pressure. In always. one day, you, you learned how to stand up, though. Uh-huh. Wow. That's a good instructor. <laughs> or just good, you know, talent. And, yeah. and natural talent. <laughs> and your gymnastics was helping you with that. But yeah, shout out to your instructor. He's probably going to listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. He, his name is Bully and... It's Bully Surf School on Maui. Okay. Shout out to Bully Surf School. Yeah. Nice. So, Jeff, when your daughter said, hey, let's move to Oahu, you were just like, huh, let's figure this out. Yeah, we were actually in between places we were staying there, and uh, she wanted to go for a month. So we went for a month and never left. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't the intention to actually move. Yeah. But once I got there and saw how happy she was, and she was right. The waves were so much better on the North Shore. So how did you hook up with Kahea? Um, word, of, word of mouth, people talk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but he's a great coach and a great trainer. Yeah. Yeah, he's like gnarly. He's like fit. 
and his training program seems pretty... Yeah. He trained some of the gnarliest guys on the North Shore, like Billy Kemper, Mikey Red, Nicole Rothman. I, whenever I'm home, I always train with him. Nice. Yeah. I, I slept on his floor one winter <laughs> <laughs> on a futon in the corner, and he would get up at like 3 in the morning to go work at Ted's Bakery for like three hours every morning. That was his job. And then he would go surf like out. He'd grab whatever board. I'd hear him come back, grab a board. I'm like, where are you surfing? What size board are you on? And he would just take off. And I'd just try to see what he grabbed out of the rack, knowing what, what it, because we didn't have surf line or, you know, and I'd just follow him. Yeah. What's his surf school called? Hawaiian something? Um, what is it called? Let's check. Hawaiian performance. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. It used to be different. When I was doing yeah, that. our our buddy, our our friend Jesse Ramon, uh, rap, he's a Huntington Grom. Uh-huh. He this past winter he he went there and trained. Hawaiian with, surf and performance. There it is. Why he uh he went and trained with Kahia. Spent I I think like a week or two, with a bunch of his friends and stuff. Man, if if we had that when I was a kid, I know I'd be ripping right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's really cool for those those guys that have so much knowledge to pass it on to the next generation, you yeah. know, and you know, that'd be a positive influence and role model and. And he teaches you like how to do work around the house too. Yes, <laughs> like cook and stuff and clean. So he'd be responsible. Yeah, that's awesome. Did he teach you about etiquette too? Surf etiquette. Definitely. See? We, we talk about that all the time <laughs> on our podcast when we, you know, during COVID, there was so many new freaking surfers out in the water, right? Yeah. And they don't know what the hell, you know, the, they don't know the, the etiquette, surf etiquette. So we, we, we always bring up like, man, these surf schools, they should teach surf etiquette, like where to sit and even not surf by like, you know, everybody else, like. Go down the beach where... Just be you know, aware of your surroundings and people. Yeah. It's like safety, you know, is number one, right? Like for yourself and for others. So it's yeah. like, you know, make sure, you know, you're so psyched on catching a wave, but you got to, you know, you got to look around and yeah. make sure you're not going to run anybody I else. knew I liked Kahei. I like him more now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? So you are just fully immersed in surfing all of a sudden. You're nine years old still. And you're just like, Damn. Did you grab a board from Maui, your size, or did you wait to Oahu? Um, my first board was a 411 Lost Shapes, and I've never rode any other shaper. Matt has been the greatest. Wait, wow. you, you got a Lost board for your first board? Yep. From from where? From High Tech Surf Shop. Nice. We had High Tech on. Yep. It was a heavily used board. Yeah. Is a used board? Yeah. yeah. That's how they should you should be. Yeah, you, you start know, off, you're yeah. supposed to start off on a long board, really, yeah. but well, but she, she started on a sub. No, it was a fish. fish? Yeah. Yep. So a four ten lost fish. It was or a four a something. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Twin fin? Thrust quad? Thruster. Thruster, okay. Yeah. Not in our era where everybody's on old yeah. We're talking <laughs> Little whipper, five, four eleven kid, probably mini driver or yeah. baby buggy or yeah. something like that. So it was a I know your board. Lost models. Um, and th- is that's what you progressed on pretty quickly. Yeah. Where was the surf? What's the where's the go to spot on the North Shore? Because it, it could get pretty gnarly. Yeah. Haleiwa. 
I really like, well, I used to not like Hollyva when I was younger, especially because the crowd and the current is pretty gnarly, but I've grown to like it, and I surfed there a lot this winter, but my favorite spot is Rocky Point. Yes. Rocky Point? The left. Goofy. The left is really rippable. So what made you, did did Kahei or anybody tell you you were Goofy Foot, or you were just naturally Goofy Foot? Naturally Goofy Foot. Yeah. Jeff, are you goofy or regular? I am goofy. Okay. I'm outnumbered here, you guys. Yeah. I don't know. I'm the Lone Ranger over Late, here. Lately, we've been outnumbering you. I know. There's a, a lot bunch of goofies out there. Um, so, you go through that program with Kehea. Um Any other peers, like friends that you stuck with that were in that program? Kids you know? Um, one of the friends was Luana Silva mm. and Betty Lou Sakura Johnson. Wow. Are they this? They're a little older than you, though, yeah, right? Yeah, they're okay. a little older than me. But it's really cool to see them like on the CT now and yeah. compete against them. It's pretty cool. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's I, a trip. So, um, did you? When did you start getting good? And then, when did you start doing competition? I started doing competitions like when I f- could kind of catch my own ways. Mm. I started doing them on Maui, just little like grom contests. And I did the HSA series on Oahu, but I haven't really done too many contests. Like before this year, I really just wanted to focus on getting good at surfing. Mm-hmm. Which is a, that's commendable, you know, one, yeah. you know, but it's also like, I mean, I think a lot of surfers kind of want to get that contest experience because of like you know it's a status you know uh, yeah but you know it is expensive it's a huge commitment and sometimes it kind of takes away from the fun yeah. you yeah. know it's it's hard balance between loving surfing and, and and progressing and learning and traveling versus being a competitor yeah i i didn't mesh well with the comp- competition either yeah losing sucks <laughs> and i lost a lot more than i won but <laughs> yeah. i got that in before he did so, so H- HS- HSAs first. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then how how did you do in those? Um, I did pretty good. I I wasn't too great yet. I was still a beginner, but there was a lot of girls who started a lot younger than I did who are already way better than me. That's why I wanted to really focus on progressing my surfing before I did contests. Hmm. And did your dad tell you that, or did you think of that yourself? Kind of both. Yeah. And I also had coaches who told me that as well. Yeah. Now, did you compete in gymnastics too? Mm-mm. Okay. I just did that for fun. Okay. Yeah, um, there's, there's some surfers where you kind of, they kind of come out of the blue, meaning like they're not these prodigies that, you know, are groomed from an early age, whether they love competition or the parents or sponsors or whatever. And you, know, you kind of just, they just come onto the scene and they're just like, where'd this person come from? Like, yeah. and then there's, those like you're mentioning kids that have been doing a lot longer and they're you just see that natural progression like yeah. oh they're gonna be good look how good they were in the contest at nine and twelve and fifteen you know so there's no really you know time that it's like perfect to go yeah. you know you just gotta gotta and keep working on your own ability we were kind of talking about this earlier how there's so many many more girls surfing nowadays so it's it's and for us old dudes. It's a trip because the progression, it's crazy. Because, you know, when I was younger watching 
girl surfing, we wouldn't watch girl surfing. Yeah. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, because it was they weren't that good. You know, they weren't fun to watch, but. They got better and better. There's a lot of guys in that same boat too. Believe me, there was guys. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that you wouldn't watch either. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like it, it was hard to watch a girl's heat, but nowadays you almost want to watch some of those over the guys' heats. Yeah, you know. So like when we like girls we, have come a we long mean, way. Yeah, when we mentioned Lisa Anderson, it was like she she was the face and the style and like that kind of new generation of like women like where women surfing was going. Yeah, yeah. like. Yeah. You know, like aggressive, good style ripping. Yeah. yeah. And when I and when I was young doing the NSSAs and stuff, there was maybe like one heat of women's like versus like multiple rounds, yeah. maybe a couple, maybe before there wasn't many per- participating. Yeah. And now it's like huge events. It's my yeah. wife, April. Hello. What's up? Aaron, her dad, Jeff. This is my younger daughter, Emmy. Yeah. Emmy, this is Erin Brooks and her dad, Jeff. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we are talking about competing. The, uh, yeah. the reason we stopped competing because she's having fun and doing it and just getting smoked. Uh, Miles Papa told us, hey, she qualified for lowers, I think, one year. And Miles, her first year, and Miles was like, she can't even win heats in Oahu. Why are you going to spend the money to go to California, stay in a hotel, rent a car to go do that? Call McCullough Jones up, go to Bali, and go spend a couple months over there and just get better at surfing. If she wants to get better, she's got to be willing to fall. And you can't fall when you're practicing through the beach. And all these little girls practice through the beach, they don't get better. Yeah. Yes. And so we really grabbed onto that and we did a whole summer free surfing. And after that, she was done doing contests. She just wanted to go to surf good lake. She wanted to get barrel. She wanted to try air. She kind of, we had a couple You're of doing years, it for the love. A couple oh. years hiatus of just trying to get better. Yeah. No, yeah. that's amazing. And, that's really rad to hear that you got to spend time with McCullough Jones, who just, you know, passed. Passed and oh, gosh, we're all pretty tore up about it for yeah. sure. It's, so you, you got to travel with McCullough. Yeah, he really showed us around Bali and Indo and he's kind of like our tour guide showing us all the really fun waves and it was really fun being able to spend time with him. Yeah. So you're lucky. Yeah. yeah. And his um, family's really great too. Yeah. Well, it's funny, you know, I saw you at the paddle out uh-huh. and I introduced myself. I go, hey, <laughs> I'm Lyndon. I'm, I'm with Late Night with Chalky, blah, blah, blah. She's like, okay. <laughs> Run. Yeah. I'm not a I, she's, she's like, I could probably take that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that was a great turnout for, and a great send out for McCall. That was pretty awesome. Beautiful day for sure. You're lucky you got to spend time with him. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so. So traveling Bali. <clears throat> I mean, wh- how old were you? Um, like ten then or eleven? I was ten, turning eleven. Okay. Yeah, I spent, I think, the last five birthdays in the Mintwise, which is pretty fun. You're already pissing me off. You know that. <laughs> She yes, is. Dad a, wins the lottery. Yeah. She she just starts ripping right out of the gate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was my my second home for many years, and this guy would be like, "Wait, you're going you're going back again? again? You're going for how long?" I would just be like, "Yes." Yeah. Bali is a special place for sure. Indo um, in general, but Bali in particular, just because of the 
the people and the friends and the waves. It's like perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, who's your, okay. So you took a break from competition. Miles Padaka, what a great, you know, right. That, that's great to hear someone like him give you that, you know, advice and you took it and, and look, I, that probably helped you become who you are because, you know, you did that. Because, you know, a lot of people, they've done that and they burnt out because, you know, either they didn't accomplish their goals or whatever, but it seems like that was the right thing to do at the right time. And it's a different type of surfing contest versus yeah. like free surfing and for the love. And to be honest, like who's the best in that 20 minutes? And most likely it's in a crappy surf spot. Yeah. I mean, not so much maybe in Hawaii, but here, you know, it's definitely challenging to stay yeah. motivated and to excel in just a small little window of crappy surf. Yeah. So <laughs> who, when you, when you, you're starting to get into surfing and you're surfing with Betty Lou and Luana, who who were like the the surfers that you were looking up to? I mean, there's a ton of, you know, North Shore is gnarly, and you got to see, you know, big waves, little waves, international surfers. Who were like the people that you're like, oh my gosh. Well, there was this movie that I would always watch before I would go surfing. It was a Nike 6.0 movie. It had like, Carissa Moore, Coco Hill, Laura Enover, uh, Malia Manuel, a bunch of really good surfers. Our friend made that movie. Yeah. Ken Jason Kenworthy, yeah. yeah. He's actually, what is it called? Our Turn or something like that? It's Leave a Message. Oh, it's Leave a Message, yeah. yeah. So that was your yeah. your psych video. Yeah, and those girls were doing like airs and it, it really got me psyched to go surfing and try new things. Yeah. Yeah, it was the first real movie to put them in like those like consequential like like waves of barrels and areas yeah. and progressive. It was pretty insane. Who was your favorite out of that video? Carissa? Um, I liked all of them, but I think that Carissa, yeah. Yeah. They're not all good. But they were all really good at different things. Like some of them had really good style, some of them were more progressive, some of them had great power. Yeah. Student over here of the sport over here. Yeah, yeah. Take, taking a little bit from everybody, right? I like that. Yeah, me too. Um, did you grow up watching Coco Ho too? Yeah. Yeah. I to, love her style. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, what? Runs in the family. It runs in the family. Yeah. And it's funny because, okay, Michael Ho doesn't have the best style. And I, people might yell at me for saying that. But, but back in his era, it was that was the style. That was kind of the style. Yeah. And it's hard to change and, 60 and years later when you're it's still It's funny because Mason almost tries to be like his dad, right? Yeah, he always like, does the thing where he puts his hands yeah, on his back. Yeah, and which, is, which looks insane, by the way. I like, I like the way he does it because it blends, you know, he's got his own unique style. Yeah. But then Coco is like totally different, like way polished, you know. Like, really good style. Um, but it's funny, like, it, it, how, how much talent is in that, in that family? So and nice. they all charge, and they all, all know how to barrel ride. It's like, and Michael Ho still dropping in at, what? how old is he, like 60-something? Yeah. Charging. Back door? Oh, my gosh. Dude, that guy would paddle out at sunset at, like, 
bombing sunset. And I'm like, just terrified. No leash. Him and Bob, this other guy, Bobby Owens, who sunset master. These guys would paddle out in huge waves. And I'd be like, looking at them, no leash. They paddle like way past, miss all the waves. I'm just getting like drowned, cleaned up. And then they're on the perfect one. They go all the way through and back out. All the way through and back out. I'm like, what the front door am I? I got I to freaking follow these guys. Yeah. Those guys were nuts. But yeah, going back to Hawaii, I mean, with, you know, North Shore. Like, yeah. The so, power, the waves. So you're, you're just beginning and you're seeing, you know, you're living on the North Shore. You look out, you look out the window and you see the different conditions, right? How was, like, learning how to surf the big stuff, duck diving those waves, like, what was it like for you? Well, when we lived on Maui, there's this really, well, it gets good, but it's pretty bad most of the time. It's called Ironwoods, and there's, it's kind of a beach break, so there's so many waves breaking. So that's where I learned all the duck diving and stuff and mm. how to paddle well. But I also really worked on breath training and holding my breath so I would be comfortable in the bigger waves. Yeah. And you had a coach for that or just, yeah? I coached with Kea for that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's not, he's charger. Yeah. That's one thing that I wish I knew because that's like, duck diving is gnarly. And when it gets big, it's like, it's gnarly. You know, like you get, well, you, yeah. that's what scares you, you know, when you're, when you, when you, when a wave breaks in front of you and you're like, you know, there's a fine line between you're going under and it's shooting <laughs> out the back or just sending you to the bottom. And, yeah. And it's even, even to this day, you still get worked, you know, but you're confident, right? You have confidence because you're breath work, you're prepared for it. But dude, but just the power, like we're going back to the Hawaii power and, you know, two footer is way different than a six footer here because it rolls in. It's soft. Like you could get tossed, but there it just explodes. Yeah, it explodes. It's a dynamic. Yeah. I get scared here when it's like five feet. (laughs) (laughs) He said that. So on the North Shore, ripping traveling what was and you you stuck you love that mayhem and that just stuck so the rest of the boards were you calling up for shapes or place in order for the shop or how did you get your next um board? we had miles padaka helping us out with boards and he did a great job yeah because <laughs> all my boards are magic like uh, as far as like what size to order what model like he he yeah. kind of helped fine-tune that because uh-huh. that's and all- you stuck with lost yep you stuck with mayhems. Okay. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you if you yeah. have an in? That, yeah. That's like one of the greatest shapers on the planet. And how many athletes and, and people you admire are ripping on, you know? Yeah. So did you eventually get sponsored? Yes. Was was Lost your first sponsor? Um, my first sponsor was actually a, a local skate shop. Because mm. I really love to skate. So you got into skateboarding? Yeah. Okay. I got into skateboarding right around when I got into surfing because my coach on Maui told me that it would help with my turns and one day airs. Yeah. It's a trip how we talk about this a lot on the podcast is how surfing and skateboard skateboarding it helps each other out. Mm-hmm. But when we were younger, there's one point in type that, that skateboarders didn't want to be surfers and surfers didn't want to be skateboarders. It was separate. But when... Way back, like Tony Alva and Jay Adams, 
there were they were surfers and skateboarders. But then, I don't know. Yeah, it's gone through a couple weird phases yeah. over the decades. But I think but now, the, now it's way more accepted. Yeah, some of the best surfers in the world are gnarly skateboarders. Are gnarly, yeah, like John John, like Julian Wilson. Yeah, like current Caples. Current Caples. Yeah, Grayson Fletcher. Christian Fletcher. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a list, laundry list of, I mean, surfer skateboarders. Yeah, but, now there's Aaron Brooks. But but, but <laughs> I mean, I we grew up with a ton of skate ramps and skateboarding, but it got to a point where I just didn't want to hurt myself. You yeah, know? I, I, I'm like, I don't want to be out of the water. That's yeah. how much. So I kind of pulled back on skateboarding and. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, now we, we, didn't, we didn't really have the pads set up and it was a little more sketchy back then versus now. Yeah. Like helmets, we didn't wear helmets. We didn't wear pads. It was like... I, I was more of a skateboarder when I was younger and then when I got into high school, surfing took over. But, um, but yeah, skateboarding... So you spent some hours on the North Shore Skate Park, yeah? Yeah. We also <clears throat> have a ramp in our garage that's really fun. Nice. That's, you gotta have it covered there, right? The yeah. rain and stuff. What kind of skateboard did you get? What brand? Um, right now or then? Then. Uh, it was a Euchre Hawaii skateboard. Hmm. Local shop there. Nice. Yeah. But really nice people. What was the skate shop called? Euchre Hawaii. Euchre Hawaii. Okay, cool. Was it on uh, Oahu or Maui? On Maui. Maui. Cool. I'll have to check them out. Yeah. So then, that was your first sponsor. Mm-hmm. And... Did you eventually start writing for Lost? Yes. Okay. And how, how'd that happen? Miles. Miles? Miles. But as we started working with Matt, more and more we kind of got closer with him. With Biolas? Yeah. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He always makes the best boards for me. All we have to do is tell him how tall I am and how much I weigh. Which doesn't really change that often. Yeah. <laughs> but he always whips out great boards. Yeah. Well, it's a trip because he does have, out of all the shapers in the world, I think he has... Biggest team and... Biggest team and most, most girls. Girls, yeah. Yeah, everything. Coco rides for him. Carissa rides for him. I forget who else, but Caroline. you. Caroline, yeah. Ca- oh, yeah, Caroline, yeah. So he's got like a roster of ripping... Ladies. Yeah. And groms and pros and everybody in between. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever had one? Yeah, I've had a few. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a lost board. So that was your first surfboard sponsor. Yeah. Only surf, only board sponsor. Uh-huh. Um, who, who else did you ride for? Um, well, when I was 12, I got with Rip Curl. And I'm still with them. They're a great company. Wow. And Oakley, Decine, Neon Wave, Red Bull, which is really cool. Yeah. They're, that's probably your best sponsor right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, I mean, that's the top of the food chain in almost every category in, you know, in our sport. Right yeah. There. So Rip Curl, at 12 years old, you, you started riding for Rip Curl. Did you do the Grom, Rip Curl Grom searches? Yeah, this yeah. year I won the... International Grom Search Final. Damn! Where was that at? It was at Bell's, which is a really hard wave. On your backhand? Yeah. Yeah. So they they compete regionally, right? And then they have one, like, all-star, like, world event for all the regional winners? Yeah. Is that the biggest contest you ever won? Um, 
think the biggest contest I've ever won was the ISA World Juniors. Mm. When was that? That was last year in El Salvador. It's incredible. Yeah. And that's like the top, what are they, on the women's division, 132, 100, oh. I mean, there's a big division. Yeah, there's a lot of surfers in those events. Yeah, a lot of international stars coming out. Um, what's the girl's name? Our friend's daughter, Veselko? Francesca. Kiki. Yeah, yeah. Francesca? Yeah. 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 Kiki, right? She goes by? Uh-huh. Yeah, and that... Did you watch that, the the, the World Juniors at... Um, did you surf it? Yeah, she actually beat me in the quarters. Oh, that's right. I watched your heat. <laughs> the waves were did going surf it? off. Yeah. That was big for California. Yeah. Yeah. People were getting obliterated. I feel sorry for Alyssa. Yeah, that was gnarly. You know what I'm talking about? I don't remember. Bro, in the semis, Alyssa was ahead on in the heat against, what was the girl's name? Sawyer Lindblad. Sawyer Lindblad. And she was ahead. 12 minutes left. Alyssa's paddling out. Gets pounded. Breaks the board. Uh, or gets, oh, the, oh that, yeah, that's right. She yeah. almost gets a broken nose, right? Yeah. And had to get out of the water and lost the heat. Yeah, I didn't she, see the heat, but I saw that after. And the girl needed the a, a Sawyer needed a big, a pretty decent score, like a six something, right? And she got it with like, you know, three oh, minutes left. Like, what brutal. a shocker, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. You know what happened to me one time? I had a tail pad come off in the middle of the <laughs> No joking. I a think tail it's funny. pad? Like, the whole thing, like... Too much power. No, just like, <laughs> I would go to stand up. Like, I felt something flapping and, like, hit me. And I just, in the heat, paddling out, just whatever. And I get out there and I catch a wave and I go up and I do almost a split. The whole thing's gone and I have no wax. Like, oh, no, no extra, like, piece in my legging. Now, I, after that, I'm like, always have a piece of wax, like, somewhere on me. Yeah. That's Gunston funny. 500, big as a five star, like one of the like biggest events of the year. Which round was it? <sighs> I don't even know. You, it was. You, it was. Did you already know. surf a bunch of heats? Yeah, a couple oh, of heats. Yeah. 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 That's funny. People are like, "What?" I was trying to surf. Like, no, it's impossible. <laughs> no, it's bad. Anyways, but we we won't yeah. mention the attraction pad name. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Still around. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, ISA, yeah, so that was your biggest win. Congrats! Thank yeah, you. yeah. And this week, we we're, we're, what's where do we what do we got going this week? U.S. Open. Yeah. First heats tomorrow. Um, I surfed my first heat. I think three or four days ago. Oh wow! Yeah, they have got kind of a crazy schedule where yeah, you surf a couple days and a couple days off. Yeah. yeah. And it's back on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the waves are good for your first couple of heats. Yeah. Um. Well, I got some pretty good waves, but the heat was pretty bad. The wind kind of changed in the middle of our heat, and it got pretty onshore. But I got lucky to get two good waves before that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ha- this time of year, we get that kind of weird swirl where sometimes it's south wind in the morning, which sucks kind of for the rights, but good for airs. Yeah. You know, and then it kind of will sometimes die down when the sun pops out, kind of goes, and then that nasty, like, west, northwest wind just yeah. starts tearing it up. And 
Yeah. That's where our lovely... But we love Huntington. got waves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huntington, in the summertime, you never know what you're going to get. Especially yeah. during the contest season. It's like hardly ever is good. I feel like the longboarders got the best waves. Oh, yeah. They got lucky. Right. Is you, it over, longboards? No. Still going? Well, they'll, I think they do a lot of their rounds yesterday and today. And then they finish up probably quarter semis finals on the weekend. Like yeah. Most, yeah. Um, have you surfed a lot of events like in Huntington before? I did the... I wouldn't say a lot, but a few other. I did the Nationals one year. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. You mostly come to California straight to Lowers? Um, we actually have a house in Oceanside, so I go hide out there. There's so many... When we're not renting it out, I block out a few weeks in Oceanside. <laughs> yeah, like, we like love it. Oceanside too. Like we, growing up in Huntington, probably one of the most... Like surf spots I've I've surfed outside of Huntington was probably Oceanside, North obviously low, lowers. Um, the jetties a lot south and North Jetty. Sometimes the the pier, but mostly the jetties. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like you know less crowded and you know favorable to winds a little bit better. I don't know. It's good. It's good down there. So, your first ever trip was the Mentawise. Yeah, my first ever trip was to Indonesia. We went to Bali and then the Mentawais, and it was so much fun. Yeah, dreamland, yeah. literally. What's your favorite wave on Bali? My favorite wave on Bali is probably Temples. Nice. Wow. Yeah, when Temples is on, not yeah. too big. It only best, you know. Or Pudang Pudang. That yeah. wave's pretty fun, too. Can we talk about how... When we before you got here, we were talking about uh, how these guys got to first. Wait, where did you go first? You went to Waco on this trip. Yeah, during COVID. Oh yeah, we went from Hawaii to Waco. First. Yeah. This is a cool story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Waco. What a incredible. So when when training when, when Hawaii was shutting down, was it Shane Dorian? Yeah, Shane Shane Dorian and I were trying to figure out where we could get the kids to go surf. And so we, we got six kids together, um, took a flight from Hawaii to Waco, booked out full time because they weren't wearing masks in Texas. Everything was still open and Hawaii was pretty much shut. And we, we stayed there for five days and then got the opportunity to uh, jump on a, a friend's plane to Nicaragua. And we went into Nicaragua when the airport was closed and the Dorians, Aaron Jackson got, I think 10 weeks at Colorado's with nobody around. <laughs> Yeah, it's, that's good training ground there, right? Yeah. I mean, people, I mean, the footage you see there is typically straight offshore, super hollow, but that's only part of the year. The other part of the year, and I don't know what time a year you went, but... They went during COVID when there was no, no I, there. Right, like, yeah, so early season, and it it gets like kind of that onshore crumble. Like you, all the footage I, you, you see is in the mornings, but... It gets so good when it gets that light on shore yeah. and the tide comes up and it's super rippable. We went 2016, 15? I don't even know. And and we went late, um, I think it was October. Yeah, maybe. Not maybe. late October, but October. Yeah. And yeah, that's we, what time we were there. Yeah. And we scored. And it was literally four of us out. Yeah, it was pretty uncomfortable. It was weird. Like... We scored so hard. The waves were so fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
I've gone again afterwards, and it's a nightmare. It's like going to Lowers, but even more gnarly. Yeah. We're so lucky that we got to travel to Indo and Nicaragua and being in Waco during COVID because we got to experience those places with nobody around. And you normally probably just go for a day or two, but hanging out in those, I mean, Waco, but like hanging out there, you know, absorbing the culture. And that's kind of your guys' stomping ground, Texas. How how far from Waco did you guys grow up? Okay. Yeah. She was, we lived in Vernon, Texas, which is probably about three hours. Not away. too bad. But yeah. we, we moved from Texas before the Waco was ever built. So yeah. I yeah. think she grew up surfing the Waco. The first person to ever take her to the Texas Waco was K.A. Hart. <laughs> <laughs> what a trip. Yeah. yeah. He took a bunch of kids there to learn airs and didn't even know he had to book an air session. So yeah, that's something that people don't know. Yeah, that's so, kind of tricky. I trying to book that on the on the site and the, the sessions and you know they do intermediate and beginner and two waves and yeah the airwaves it's one every ninety seconds or thirty yeah. you know versus yeah but they just made this new one that you can book. It's called the pro session. It's an hour and a half and you get. 30 minutes of turns, the wedge barrel, and then 30 minutes of airs. Can you just skip the wedge barrel? I'd rather just do the other two. <laughs> I mean, it's fun, but, you, you know. You can get some really cool GoPro clips out of there. Yeah. Rob Henson is the photographer that works there, and he's got some really cool shots of us. I yeah. bet. Wait, Waco Circus isn't sponsoring this show, though, so you can't. Don't keep bumping. Yeah. <laughs> no. Kelly, no, we, we love Waco. Kelly's going to get mad at you. Yeah, no, we, we, we'll talk about that, too. We we're love Kelly's pool, too. All pools, and we're going to talk about our friends at the Palm Springs. Palm Springs Surf Club. Club. Yeah. Have you Opening. Did you get to try that yet? Mm-mm, but yet. I heard that. Filled with water, we heard. Yeah, and Stab High is going to be held there this year. Ooh-wee. And a Rip Curl Grom Search National Finals, so lots of contests in that pool. Yeah. We're You're excited. young enough to remember all these little milestones. Do you remember your first tube ride? It was when I was 10 years old in Nicaragua. I was so excited that I claimed it super hard, and everyone on that trip made fun of me, so I try not to <laughs> claim anymore. <laughs> There's That's a so- lot of claiming going on these days. This yeah. generation's claiming hey, too much. When you're 10... You can claim you can, all you want. You can claim at ten, yeah, but not in the you know in the heats, yeah, right? Because yeah. it's I a mean, little bit. Unless come on. you do something like crazy. Unless it's yeah, unless it's like something that you've never done or like didn't think you were gonna do. Yeah, yeah. right. It's, like it's, it's over. Yeah, there's over claiming going on, but yeah, I think it's mostly trying to maybe to motion or bump up the score versus yeah. like. I but can't it's believe not, I just pulled that. That was miraculous. It was like... It's, it's unclassy. Yeah. I bet Coach Cahaya Hart probably would frown upon that. Right? <laughs> the no-no claims, that's like just... Yeah. You know? You got to just like look up and not say a word. <laughs> you know? That's more of a... That's the best claim. Like look at the judges and go... looks back to see if the boys saw. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you look back and you just go, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... <laughs> None I, of this or like this. What, what, what about the the big air reverse and that uh, that stab high? Um, where was that at? Down in El Salvador? Costa Rica. Or Costa Rica. Yeah. Your, hers. Hers. Yeah. 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 I didn't claim that one. I didn't even think I was going to make that. I, yeah. It was the first day and I didn't even think anyone got it because everyone was just setting everything up. Yeah, first hour, and she, like, they just got there, just set up, and she boosted. Was that the, um, and, yeah, like you said, Ladybird? Yeah. Yeah. You're hold, holding on to your life in the white water. And yeah. 
I did claim an air that event, which I'm not proud of claiming that, but I knew that if I made it, then I probably would have won. So I was just really excited. Yeah. Um, you mentioned ladybirds. So yeah, yeah. Tell us about like, is it a stab? Yeah, like that's yeah. their little, like for, women's version of for the for the groms, the, though, right? Yeah. yeah. But there was an age age. Um, there was an age group, but I don't think they have one anymore. Okay. Yeah, but. I've done two. I didn't get to do the one last year because I was competing in the ISAs here in Huntington. But it's such a fun event, and it's really cool to see all of the girls pushing each other in the air. Yeah. Well, and that and the, the talent, all the judging and all the, the crews that's there is like all your peers, all the guys that, and girls that just are nuts at like whatever their specialty, big wave, air. Like It's just a really cool vibe. With yeah. You. What's a trip to? Those personalities. The, the, the progression in surfing, and not just girls, but in the kid, you know, your age group, like the, the progressive surfing that's happening and the style too that's, you know, they're evolving so early. Like, it's kind of trippy. Like, we, I look at it and like, how the hell are you guys doing it now? I mean, I don't even know how to name half those airs that they do. Right? Like, I'm like, what, what, what do you call that one? Yeah, what? there's a lot of different terminology and some of the girls used to be like really, really good skaters and they call it completely different things. Yeah. Like Sky Brown, you mean? Yeah, or yeah. even Bella and Sierra. They, they say different, different Are you guys different all airs? the same age a little bit? Um, Sierra and I are the same age. Bella's a year older and Katie is a couple years older and Sky is a year younger than us. Okay. And that's like the future of women surfing right there. That's it. I mean, like, there's probably a lot more, but you know, those you, are the ones that are... Do you trip out on Katie Simmers? She's like, so good, and watching her on the CT this year was so fun. She was beating like some of her heroes, like Steph Gilmore. Yeah, and I, this think the pressure of just surfing at that level and that like you know that it, it's got to be so exciting. But then to surf against your peer, like somebody you've been watching and emulating and, and well, it's, wanting to be. It's like, crazy though. I don't know if she has that mindset of like trying to beat just use people. That She's just beating people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she she doesn't have the 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 competitive nature of like I want to beat that person. Yeah. She just wants to rip. And I think that helps her like not block she doesn't have to block anything out because she's not thinking about that. She's just thinking about ripping. Yeah. There's I mean there's You know what I mean? Like yeah, it seems they, like she's oblivious to like who she's surfing against. It doesn't matter. She's just trying to rip. Yeah, we've seen so many I mean, we've watched so many heats, everybody, and you see those that win based on, you know, best, they're always on the best wave, they don't fall, they don't make mistakes, and then you got the guys or girls that just, they could catch an insider, like a medium-sized wave, and doesn't need to be set, and they're still like that deadly, and they're dropping like eights, nines on anything they take off on. Yeah. Those are like, oh man, like how do you go up against, you know, somebody like that? Yeah. Who's your favorite... Uh, men surfer. Um, I really like to watch all of the Brazilians, like Gabriel Medina, Itilo Ferreira, Yago Dora, and Felipe Toledo. Yes, mm. I like it. I like that lineup too. Unpredictable. I'm not a fan they're, of that lineup. They're they're, <laughs> they're aggression. They're speed. John John. Yeah, John John's a favorite. 
Yeah, well, there's a lot. but There is a lot. Yeah. Those guys are good, too. Jordan. Gabriel sometimes yeah. is pretty phenomenal to watch. But it's funny. Did you watch How Surfers Get Paid? You haven't? No. Bro, you got to watch that. Well, I just got my first phone yesterday. I know. <laughs> good job, Dad. Yes. Holding out. She's 16. No phone. Did you just turn 16? Yep. When was your birthday? July 17th. Happy belated I'm birthday. I'm the 20th. Yes, yeah, cancers over cancers. here. Cancers. Wow. Didn't get a phone till she was sixteen. That's that's a, that's amazing. Good yeah. Good work, Dad. And doesn't have time to watch Dad. Yeah. So Busy. stab. There's so many cool things that they're doing that they do on that show. Yeah. But uh, they. Jordy gets asked about um, Italo, and Italo's like he's like. Because those guys got paid the most. Jordy, Parco, Fanning, you know, during that area with, with uh, in like the 2000, when was that? Like, Five I don't know. to 10, I don't even know. But hey, anyways, hey. they're getting paid a lot of money. And they go, so what do you think Italo would get paid now? And he's like, I wouldn't pay him a dime. And he's like, whoa. He's like, ah, you know, he's... Not my, I'd rather watch John. I'd rather watch, you know, Parco. I'd rather watch, which is cool that he's honest about it, but it's pretty rough. Well, that's, I mean, that's surfing. I mean, but it's subjective. You yeah, surfing is subjective. And, yeah. and, you know, you can never take out the power and style. Of, yeah. You know, even with the era games that's going on today, like and, power and style is still like one and two. And honestly, like, I think. You know, because surfing has gotten so popular and more and more people are doing it and more and more people have access to, you know, video and content, people's style has gotten better. And like way back in the day, like when we were talking about women not surfing so well, a lot of guys weren't surfing so well either. You know, their style was like, Ugh. Well, the board, the kind of whack. You know, partly equipment, but they <clears> also <throat> didn't have the... The luxury of videoing and, and, and rehearsing and watching, you know, only a few had that at yeah. their fingertips, you know. But they do like butt squat wiggles and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean you'd watch Gary Elkerton. Jay's got a really good style. You, you'd watch Gary Elkerton who who was I mean, he finished second in the world a handful of times, you know, that wasn't for that Tom Curran guy or Tom Carroll guy. But no, he would just throw yeah. the most amazing turn and then not look as appealing and then throw just an amazing yeah. turn, you know? So there was like that video. He looked weird, but in, in still photos, you're like, damn, yeah, he's good. But there, yeah, I mean, it's now there's a lot more luxuries to, you know, critique and analyze yourself and kind of make little changes of surf coaches, you know, like we yeah. didn't have that really. We no. didn't have the, the, you know, the filmer like on us every day, a little bit when we got older, but so, um, technology on the women's side, Who's your fave? Um, I really like to watch Carissa and Steph. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we talk about Steph a lot and that wave at Karamas. That was nuts. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy. I was actually there for that. I watched it live. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you stand up and like yeah, scream your head off? The whole beach went nuts. Yeah. Gosh. Like I, every time that I, I see that come on... Instagram or whatever or video on YouTube it's like 
you gotta watch it, you know, watch it a couple times because <laughs> seriously, like, her style is so elegant, but yet not she just like went through that like it was like nothing, and oh it was my like gosh. just so critical, and she just it just looked like she's like oh a, like a proper <laughs> tube ride, like a a good sized tube, yeah, and then the closeout, yeah, that closeout hit was so gnarly. It was so gnarly. Her spray like. When you're watching it on TV, it went out of the frame, but it went so high. Yeah. Yeah. Like, one of the, I mean, it was a 10 and a half, an 11. <laughs> yeah, that, it's, it's kind of hard when you're watching heats and then it, it, there's, the scale stops at 10 and, you know, they've already hit that yeah. scale. I asked you what your first barrel was, and that was Nicaragua. Uh-huh. Um, first front, air. Front side, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, your first air. Where was your first air? Um, my first air was at Rocky Point. It was a straight air. Nothing great, but... Straight air? Like yeah. credit card air? Yeah. You didn't have to ask anybody, did, it, did my fans get out? Like you proper, you know, like you yeah. knew. I have a picture on my Instagram, but... Nice. It was the first of hopefully many more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You kidding me? Right. You're... Jeez, I, I think you're... Probably every session landing a couple, if the if the conditions for yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, in contest, I've been doing a lot of contests this year where I've been doing more like surfing on the rail, but I really want to get a heat where I get ahead and then I'm able to land in there and get a high score. In my last heat here at the U.S. Open, I had that opportunity, but there wasn't too many air sections and yeah. I was a little bummed but hopefully the next one yeah yeah true competitor over here get my two seven fives you know get a commanding you know comfort and the, the heat and then just go berserk <laughs> right that's how it should be yeah so you we, know? we've had a, a bunch we've had coaches uh on the show um Christian signs you know Christian signs is so we've had him on, on the show and we had uh Balaram Stack and uh, one of the coolest things I ever heard, um, Balaram's coach at the time, Mick, what's the guy's name? McFain? Yeah. Some, some Australian guy. And that coach told him, hey, don't try to kill every wave. He, and he told him, surf at 70%. And we were like, what? Yeah, he, he it was a Quicksilver like program, and he was like the... Quicksilver coach and like all the best groms from all over went to yeah, Australia. Yeah, so, so I've seen those. Yeah, so, so he, cool. you know, he young was, guns. Yeah, yeah he's telling these young guns like, dudes, you guys are like just tone yeah. it down a little bit. Like it's twos or tens. That's what you guys are going for. No, yeah. just pull it back a little bit. Surf seventy percent, and you'll you'll you know you'll you'll be yeah. way more consistent. Aim for a seven. Yeah, you know, get a seven point ride. You know, get a couple of those under your belt and then go for broke. He goes, but surf at 70%. I was just like, wow, that is kind of genius. And how, like, you know. It takes the pressure off if he thinks about it. Like, oh, I have to go to 70 and then it's less stress and you're you're not really going for broke, but you're still surfing. Yeah, not that I know or we know what we're talking about. Because Jay definitely doesn't know what he's talking about because he never won contests. Maybe one, maybe two. (laughs) But, um all the because surfing is so up here because you could be the the most talented ripping surfer but when you get in the heat you don't have the um mindset or strategy right 
And I, I think, you know, because you're, you're going to be a contest surfer, right? You're yeah. going to be a, a world champion someday, right? That's my dream. Yeah. Yeah. So don't even listen to what we say. Yeah. <laughs> go back to Kahia. Go back, go and, back to all your, and, uh, your coaches that know what they're talking about. And it sounds like you got a lot of good people to rely on. Um, you've talked about traveling. So, you know, Indo, obviously, live in Hawaii. Jeez. Um, Australia, you've been, you won the Bells, uh, Rip Curl Groms world title there. Any, any other highlight trips? Um, El Salvador was really fun. I won the junior world title and then I got silver at the open and I beat like some CT surfers and I had to surf 13 heats to make it all the way to the final. Dang. Which contest was that? The ISAs. Okay. Oh, because it was pros too. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like an Olympic. Yeah. Was that four man format? Yes. Okay. So... 13. The one that was just like last yeah. June spring? Uh-huh. Okay. Nice. 13 heats. That's crazy. That's a lot of heats. Yeah. My dad actually told me, because I lost out in like one of the first few rounds because of a judging mistake that happened, and it happened after the heat, so it was kind of crazy, but... My dad told me that if I made it all the way to the final, that he would get me a brand new golden retriever puppy. <gasps> Look and at that. Not a phone. And you got it? Yeah. What'd you name him? Or her? Jimmy. Jimmy? Yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> Little guy. Why Jimmy? I just thought it was a funny name. Because you like saying, Jimmy! Come here, Jimmy! <laughs> Jimmy, the golden retriever. Awesome. They're good dogs. You told us no one had ever... Surf that many heats to the final, because it had never been done. So I offered the puppy, thinking it would never happen. Yeah, it was never gonna come true. It happened. I do that with my girls too. Like if if, hey, you score five goals, we'll get a cat. <laughs> hey, never gonna get five in, goals. Incentives is the way of life, man. You know, Abby scored four goals, hard. dude. I was sweating. <laughs> You're not a cat lover. I hate him. <laughs> um, so that, he's got a little puppy over there. So you beat some CT surfers in that too. Yeah. So you're you're boosting your confidence. Definitely. Yeah. And it was at that left kind of out re, out like a oh, reef. Oh yeah. There's two different waves. There's the left and right, and then there's a right point break that they were in most of the ripple charge heats, mm. and that's where I had to surf. And there was definitely a lot of long paddle battles. Yes. But it was really fun. It's just because they have to do two locations because of the amount yeah, of competitors. That contest had like how many surfers, Dad? I think well over a hundred. I think it was over one hundred and sixty-eight women. Yeah, one hundred and sixty-eight wow. people. That's gnarly. And they also had men's, so they ran dual. Yeah, dual yeah. spots. Yeah, and it's preparing for the Olympics, right? Yeah. Okay. So, are you in the Olympics now? Um, now I'm able to qualify for the Olympics through the Pan Am Games, which will be in Chile later this year. And I'll hopefully be representing Canada and hopefully qualify for the Olympics so I can surf at Chopu. Damn. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys are dual citizenship, right, Dad? You guys are still going through the process of... Securing 
I mean, that feels amazing, right? To represent yeah. your, you know, your country, your lineage, and to be on like that kind of stage on the world. That's pretty incredible. Have you surfed Canada? In Canada? Have you surfed Canada? Yeah. Yeah. What, Nova Scotia side or? Um, I surfed in Tofino. Yeah. yeah I've never been there. Fun. It's so much fun. There's a lot of really good waves. And I did... They have an all-girls contest that they do every year. It's like one of the bigger contests that they do. It's called Queen of the Peak, and I met a lot of really nice people. I like that, Queen of the Peak. Yep. Because they do, Quicksilver used to do King of the Peak, right? Or, yeah, King of the Peak. Maybe. I don't know. Keckley was telling us about that. So, Olympics. That's going to be insane. Yeah, it used to be, you know, world tour winning a world tour event and you know being world title and now you got the olympics and they're i mean so prestigious in their own right but like the olympics gold medal the notoriety across the world and planet the tell like that the, the visibility and if you saw how surfers got paid you know how much chris Moore made i was just it. gonna bring that You're up just gonna, you know the dollar bro she might just be you know helping dad out on his retirement plan <laughs> So she doesn't even know how much she makes. She doesn't see any of her contracts. Yeah. So Carissa, right? I think Red Bull was paying her like half a mil or something like that. Probably. I don't know the numbers. But with these like incentives of winning world titles, and then there's a kicker for gold medals. I think she made like almost two million from Red Bull alone. I think it was a comp- yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but it was a lot more than any of the boys. Yeah, more than any of the dudes. Yeah, yeah. Which so awesome. You know, she was not about the money. She was celebrating. You know, like yeah. But hey, that's pretty cool. Gold medals. Yeah. You know, representing. Yeah, but I mean that's and talk going back to the aerials and claiming that aerial that one that sticks out is when she pulled off that air. And she was surprised. Remember that? Yeah. Newcastle? Like, <laughs> Newcastle? Yeah, yeah. That was insane. That was insane. But the way she claimed it, it wasn't a claim. It was like, oh my God. Well, going I back, freaking made it. Yeah. I mean, going back to how I say we're, you know, the overclaims and what are you claiming yeah. for? Like trying yeah. to up the, the score or, you know, Ryle yeah. or, or yeah. just like that was, yeah, one in a, you know, million right there. Yeah. Landing so, that at that one time, and she was yeah she needed in the, the contest and, and needed the score yeah. critical. Yeah, and I think she was going against Joanne DeFay, and Joanne was on the inside like claiming it too. <laughs> I'd have to go back. That's and watch so it. cool. Um, so after you win the Wallex Pro, <laughs> right? What's what's the next contest? After this, I'm going to Bali to surf in the. First ever woman's pudding pudding cup. Damn, is it a rib curl? Yep. Sick. Yeah. They've only done almonds before, but now they have a full woman's heat drop, which is really exciting. Yeah. Going so into prime season too. There's going to be pumping lefts for sure. August, right? It's yeah. August. Yep. Yeah. Do you like going front side better or backside, or does it matter? It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Have you tried to learn how to surf switch? Um, I try it just for fun. Yeah. yeah. That's the next level right there. I've heard of surfers who are 
equally as good switch and their regular stance and they only go front side in brills. Hopefully I can do that. How sick would that be? That would be really nice. Yes. Uh, there's a dude named Ted Robinson who's a ex-pro surfer. He's a sales rep too. I think he's a sales rep for Rip Curl. I think so. Yeah. But he's from California and this he, guy, he rips. he's a waterman. He freaking does everything. You know, he's a, he's a frothing older Grom. But... <laughs> Tin boards He'll, in his truck every day. Foils like, does all of these in the water. But I remember pal, uh, I'm about to paddle out. I'm sitting on the beach stretching. I look out. I see this guy. He's a regular footer, surfing, ripping, and I'm like, "Gosh, that guy looks like Ted Robinson. Ted Robinson's a goofy footer." <laughs> and this guy's regular foot, you know, surfing regular foot, surfing backside regular foot. And I freaking paddle out, and I, I go, Ted? And he's like, yeah. I go, dude, you're surfing Switch? And he's like, yeah. I go, what? I go, you can surf Switch? I go, I, I, I thought you were somebody else. And he goes, and he's like, yeah. He's like, I go, how, why, how, how do you learn, you know, like, why did you learn how to surf Switch? He goes, dude, I've been surfing for decades. I needed to challenge myself. And I'm like, dude, that's another level. Because you couldn't tell. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, you know, yeah. I mean, the challenge is, sounds awesome. But just like in most, <laughs> most sports, I, the, when you fall, you know, learn, part of any sport is like how to, how to fall without getting injured. Yeah. You know? I do it all the time. And yeah, so this guy, he falls and hurts himself. But like, all that's time. all, you know, it's fun when it's in playful waves, but you know, a waves of consequence. Like Simon Law is Australian. He would drop in at oh, high switch. Yeah. He'd drop yeah. in at like second reef, pipe, like double at first reef and like go switch. Like, yeah. Just there's a lot of guys out, aren't, you know, I don't know, man. That you, you know the shaper Xanadu? Xanadu? Brazilian. X, logo with the X. I'm not sure I do. You've yeah. probably seen his boards. Maybe. Like Wheeler has oh, rides yeah. them. Yeah, and I know that one. So we had him on the podcast and uh, he's older and when he started surfing, he was surfing by himself. Like he lived in a remote part of Brazil, but he never knew how to surf backside. Like he's, he, he just, just assumed that you just go frontside because he's never yeah. seen other people go backside. So he just went. That's like, awesome. That's pretty rad, right? Yeah. He's all until he started traveling. I went to and people were going the opposite way, and he had no idea that's what you did. Yeah, when <laughs> when um, we had Brad Gerlach, um on the on the podcast too, and I texted him because he re used to ride for Xanadu, and I'm like, hey, uh, we're going to be interviewing Xanadu. And he's like, ask him how uh, ask him how he learned how to surf switch. I'm like, he switches? But he's like, yeah, you know, he grew up not surfing with anybody and just, you know, thought that that's what you're supposed to do is turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was really popular in, the, in like the 50s, 60s and stuff on the, on the longboards and stuff too. They yeah. never did a lot of switch, but not in the shortboard era. Yeah. It's kind of a lost he, art. He shaped his first surfboard with a cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny. Mm -hmm. Good stories went with that guy. We got to follow up with him, by the yeah. way. But this isn't about Xanadu. Or no. Or Ted Robinson. Or Ted. This is about Aaron Brooks. Yeah. Future world title aerialist. Hey, Olympic we're not. Olympic medal. You know, we're just going. We're just on the bandwagon here. You know, we're not. You know, we're just. 
trying to hype you up. up. You know, <laughs> you're gonna win this this Wallex Pro or whatever it's called, yeah. U.S. Open, and then you're going to where? Oh, Padang. Indian uh, strips or just a ball in back out? We'll see. They have um, a month waiting period. So Damn. if we don't see anything, we might go explore somewhere else. Yeah, go to Lakey Peak. Yeah, yeah. Lakey Peak is so much fun. Yeah. You like have. Desert Point? Yeah. I've only been there once and it wasn't the greatest. I went there for a shoot, but I'd love to go there into G Land. You haven't done G Land yet? No. I've got something on you. That's the only thing I have, I've done that you probably haven't done yet. G Land. I've got to go back to Indo. I know. Gosh. Enjoy it, man. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, Indo, there's so many good ways there, so many islands. So then, um, when's the next Olympic event? Or the, is it Pan American? Um, I'm pretty sure that one's in October. Okay. So how many more big contests this year? Uh, I have the next two Challenger Series events in Portugal and Brazil, and then some regional QSs. Hopefully I do well enough on the Challenger Series where I make top 10 so I don't have to do those regional QSs. But... Free up the schedule a little yeah. bit. And, is yeah. this one? This is in the Challenger though, right? This is. This yes. is? Okay. Yes. The Wallace is. Yeah. Okay. So you have to do good in this mm-hmm. and then do good in another one and then qualify for CT or? We'll see. I mean, you never know, but as long as I make the top 10, that's my goal. Okay. Any uh, movies in the works? A little Aaron Brooks mini movie, something coming? That's something that I'm looking to do, but it hasn't started yet. Yeah. And just, yeah. Yeah, it's a trip how surfers get paid these days, right? Like, because there's no magazines, there's still sponsorship, there's still contests, but, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of how surfers got paid and earn their keep was magazines, videos. Now you're, you know, this younger generation with social media, um, social media. Yeah, the the you know, your Jamie O'Brien, your Koa Smith, Koa Rothman, um, with their YouTube channels. Did you ever that ever crossed your mind or? That's something that I really want to do. I feel like really? it would be really fun to just share my life and. All of the fun travels that I get to do with other people. Yeah. Well, what's cool about that is you you also get to, to bring in your your crew, the people you travel with, the people you want to highlight, like your friends, and and mm-hmm. and just have a really good. Yeah. Jackson like, got a killer one. Yeah. Sky's got a killer one. Uh huh. Aaron Brooks is gonna have a killer one. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work, though. You know. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's. You got to have the right team supporting you and the right, you know, yeah. like it's it, it, you're the front. You're just living your life, but it's all that behind the scenes, you know, and the people, you know, help putting it together. It takes so a little you're, bit to. You're 16 years old. Mm-hmm. No pressure. You driving? No. No. I, Do you need to? She doesn't even yeah, need to. My dad drives me pretty much everywhere, and 
we were lucky enough that Murph gave us a couple of bikes for here in California and in Hawaii. So I don't need a car. Yeah, Frankie yeah. hooking us up. Another sponsor of our podcast. Another uh, Murph Electric coincidence. Bike. Another uh, similarity between the Late Night with Chalky and Aaron Brooks franchise. Yes. Murph Electric Bikes. Yeah, they're insane. We love ours. Yeah. We just got them too. Um, you're 16. In your perfect world, when will you be Olympic gold? And when will you be on the CT? And when will you win the world title? Um. <laughs> well, the Olympics are set. Yeah, Olympics are set. Yeah. For so that's years. this year. So, yeah, hopefully I win the next one at Chopu. I feel like I would feel pretty confident there for it being a big left barrel. And I'm a goofy footer, so that's my front side. And hopefully I make the CT soon. I still want to work a cup on a couple of things and progress more backside airs and backside brawls because there's more rights on tour than lefts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is. Hopefully there, there's rumors of bringing back Fiji, but I don't know. That would be so cool. I've always wanted to go to Fiji. That's some place that I've never been. Yeah. I, I, I feel like in that last heat we talked about the last podcast, Connor beating uh, John John. Backhand surfing at these places, I think, score more. So you have that in favor. Yeah. You, you've got a pretty good backhand attack. So yeah, it, don't even sweat it, girl. <laughs> I mean, you just want the best waves, you yeah. know? Like, I, if it's a right, like, you know, J-Bay or a left, like Fiji. I mean, it does. if, if you're, you're not going to complain. You yeah. just want to be at those spots. Yeah. yeah. You know? But... Backhand surfing is pretty impressive, especially if the waves are really good, right? Like, for whatever reason, your your turns are way more vertical and, I don't know, you throw more spray. <laughs> it seems like it. Yeah. At least I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you, well, do you do turns? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> um, we know that uh, you, you've had... This is your third and final interview. That's my daughter, Eve. Hi, Eve. Hi. Aaron and uh, Jeff. Nice to meet you. Um, this is your third interview of the day. Yeah. I'm sure you want to take uh, a little break from yes. talking all day. Go de decompress. Yeah. This is Go fun. Gar gargle, fun, right? Gargle yeah. some like salt water, some lemon, you know, make sure we're, you're not We're going to do this much. again the next time you have, you know, you're in town and you have time. Please, you know. I'll, I'll reach out to your dad. We'll keep in touch. Sponsor time. time. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's all about like... Every time you, every time you win uh, a contest, I'll be pinging your dad saying, <laughs> let's get her on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but congratulations on your success and you've got a freaking amazing future in front of you. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Good job, Dad. Yeah, good job, parents. Good job, sponsors and mentors and your coaches and everybody else because it takes an, an army to, you know, help you, you know, succeed. You yeah. got the talent, but, it, you know, it, it helps with all the, that supporting cast. Yeah. But, man, uh, wish you luck uh, this week. Go kill it. We'll yeah. be there cheering you on. So one, one last thing. 
we're going to remind people again, thank you to Neon Wave. Um, when you spend 50 bucks on neon wave, this neonwave.com, you get a Late Night with Chalky hat. Yeah. And they are proud sponsors of the Late Night with Chalky podcast and Aaron the Phenom Brooks. That's it. We got a nickname. <laughs> Phenom. Woo! Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. thanks for hanging. Yeah. Peace. Bonsai Bowls, hands down the best bowls, period. Seven locations, two in Hawaii, five in Southern California. Bonsai Bowls, go get some. Caliente Southwest Grill, clean, healthy Mexican food. Everything is made fresh daily using produce from local farms. Their salsa, their dressing, and even their marinades are made from fresh produce in-house, so almost all of the menu is naturally gluten-free and extremely clean. Family-owned, showing local love for 22 years. Check out their website, calientesouthwest.com, for all your party pack and catering needs. You could also call them at 949-515-0909, calientesouthwest.com. Ashland Hard Seltzer, made from all natural ingredients. No sugar, zero carbs, gluten-free. Great taste and guilt-free good times. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Shade Sunscreen, the best sunscreen for all surfers. Shade Sunscreen, it's been around since the sun. Shade, Shade. Sunscreen. Clearweather is a family-owned footwear brand started by our friends Josh and Brandon Brubaker. They are driven to create their own path in the corporate sneaker world. Less corporate, more independent. Clearweather. Clearweatherbrand.com. Fuwax is the best, ickiest, stickiest wax in the game. Fuwax. Late Night with Chalky is supported by Inherent Bummer. Surf entertainment, thoughtful writing, surf videos, music, and fresh hell for the core surf community. Remember, it's not the end of the world. Subscribe and check it all out at InherentBummer.com. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.